Godforsaken beach. Thinking if I lay there, I'll maybe die. But if I get up, there ain't no maybe about it. Then one man broke through. Michael. 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 When the Templars murdered my family. When the whole bloody world's gone crazy. Hellcat, Sector 9, to Michael. Pass into the middle for Flanagan. Flanagan, lots of room, lots of net. Give it a chance. Ming Chang with the hat trick. It had to happen. Oh, absolutely. It couldn't happen to a better guy. This guy's been playing hard all game. Every game of the season he comes to play, and it paid off right there. Show broadcasting from the home of the comic book man, Jane Sampab, Secret Stash. My name is Ming Chen, sitting across from me. He's not down with OPP, or maybe he is. I don't know. Mike Tapsic, everybody. I am. Say hello, Mike. I am. Not Actually, today, down don't be. Down with don't OPP. be. Don't, don't be down with OPP, especially I am not the not, not right, down right not, now. Not this. Not today, Mike. No, you can be down with OPP any day. Uh, let, don't be with down with OPP. Today. That's because your wife is here. My so wife's like, sitting right so next like, to me. So uh, you know, could you? I not, am seriously you, not down you, with OPP. You know, I'll take your OPP today. No, so nobody <laughs> is down with my OPP. I'm taking well, your OPP today. Right, you go to town, I'm taking your OPP today. Hello, say hello, it's Julia Zapsik in the house. Woo. Hello, hello everybody. Hello everybody. Great of you to join us. Thank you very much. Thank you for asking me. You know I love this between you guys. Yes, yeah, that's that just just so dirty, so dirty. <laughs> this whole show. You're, Ming and Mike is an inappropriate show. If you do not like to be offended, switch your podcast devices. You know, yes. turn them turn them up even more. Yeah, you turn should. Them up even more. Screw to it. To be honest with you, if you're you're not doing that, uh, hell yeah, yeah, you should. You should. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, I took a photo of us podcasting last week, Mike, and I got I got bombarded. Did you dye your hair again? No, it's not. This is it. No, this is natural. This is my hair. Because I, I didn't notice anything. I said, no, I don't think so. But <laughs> no, this is my hair. <laughs> this is it. What's wrong with him dyeing his hair anyway? No, I like it. Yeah, I like this. I just yeah, got bombarded. This, is, this every is my time, hair. every time some people perceive a hair change in hair color, I get, I, I, get, no, I get my, messages uh, from I, Michael. They're, yeah. they're, they're really obsessed with his hair. Yes, I mean, he does have. All right, you have I've got be- great you, hair. You have man. the best hair on the show. That's true. Yeah, I gotta say that Kevin's got great hair, but he he's got he's. He's got a, he's got a girl named Emily. Yeah, I, I do pro. it myself. Yeah, I, this is this is all actually no. I'm going to give a shout out to Alicia, my hairdresser. Yes, to uh, Alicia? she's awesome. Alicia, yeah, I like it. She does a great job on my hair. Yeah, so this is the, there's like a little tinge of red in there. I like it. Well, that's my natural. And color. then there's like the Reed Richards on. Yeah, the side. I've got the the gray on the sides, and I'm I'm letting it fill in. So people are like yeah. color your hair. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, my friend, what are you my, my, about? my friend Mike, who you know, I, uh, I, I, I talk about, but he's not really active on like social media or anything. Right. He's he saw photos like Mike does hair. I like it. I'm like, yeah, man. But, yeah. <laughs> or or did he? I don't know. This is this is you're my natural. Too, hair. You're way too young to go. Greg. I know, but I also have like seven different shades in my hair. Right. So, I does mean, it change with the seasons? Is yeah. it like really? Oh my god, yeah. So you like what um what uh, correlate each. Shade to like a season or a month. 
Uh, like this right yeah, now. Yeah. This is my my autumn colors. Okay, it's it does look very autumn. Gray, I think somebody, I think some somebody called you a, a red fox. Holy crap! I'm a red like a fox. Me. I feel like I'm in an episode of Cosmopolitan. Yes, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, you kidding? I'm going to tell you a couple of things to please your man in the bedroom, baby. Uh, <laughs> that's, yes, that's all right. Next up, uh, please do. Dude, please no, do. how many do you got? There, there should be twenty. Do you have a lot okay. of experience that's a with pleasing your man in the bedroom. So uh, you can speak oh, from personal experience. I gotta, t- I take this shit from him. I shouldn't I'm have to take it from you. If you're giving it. Oh my god! You have some, last, you know, enjoy this, folks. Experience. This is the last time Julia Zapsik's gonna be on the Bing and Mike show. <laughs> do you have a list? Do you really have a list of twenty? No, not really. Oh. I have a list of how to how to please you. You know what? Do what he wants. How about that? There's your list. Do what he say. Boy, do this, what he this say. Shit is um, thinking faster you, than I thought. Do you ever use that stuff in your hair? That su- that stuff is called sun. In you sprayed it in there like the sun would like. When I was it out. actually, 14? my brother did. Yeah. Uh, my brother <laughs> Bill did, and it turned his hair orange. I swear to God, orange like that episode good. of the Brady Bunch right. where where Bobby made that orange the the bunnies turn orange. I remember that. Yes. And Greg had that. Uh, Greg had the orange afro. Right. It was funky. So uh, he used it, and he never used it again. We yeah, we banned it from the house. That and the fact that it's so no was more sun in. cancer. No sun in. Um, this is I, I I don't like put lemon juice in my hair or anything. But when I was a kid, I'd stay out in the sun, and my hair would turn a blonde. Right. So I would go from brunette to blonde. Right. Wow. Funky. All right. So you're you're one of those. Uh, you're like a chameleon. Dude. I am a little bit. Yeah. I my like hair this. does, and it, it depends on my mood. So. <laughs> like when you get angry, it gets redder. It gets or redder, yeah. And I turn into an Irishman. <laughs> I freaking Medusa over here. Yes. I love it. Arr, um, All right, I just wanted to clarify. Just, I got a couple messages. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, what am I? Is freaking hairdresser? <laughs> yeah, but right. All right, I'm just. This, people are concerned. People, people actually do. They do live or die by the Mike Zapsic hair color. Uh, good for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. A lot good of people. for you, man. A lot of people. Lot good of for people. you people out there who live or die by my hair color. Yeah. Uh, not colored. It's okay. it's com- it's gray on the temples okay. and down towards the beard. Uh, I like it. I like it like this. If, you know, there are a couple of us, and I'm not naming names okay. on the show, who do uh, a little bit of coloring oh, into sure, our yep. hair. Absolutely. Uh, I tint so, my hair, and it's... Last year, I made the mistake of during uh, podcasting days, I, a couple of days before. Your, your, your hair color changed like five times. It did. The it changed. It was weird. And didn't they give you an edict this time that you had yeah to no pick Elvis color Mike and oh, stick with it before yeah, the yeah. season started? Mm-hmm. Uh, our, we were told to stay director, with, stick with one color. Our director said, uh, and it was oh, aimed at me. It's like, oh, by the way, no hair color changes this season. No okay, hair color changes. But, okay, he came down. But I'm going to ask a question. Yes, ask so away. it's like it's unscripted, right? Sure. So if in reality he did dye his hair every sure. day, isn't that isn't that actually portraying reality by showing I, the fact that his hair? He's like, you know what? Color? Here's reality, I, and then here's where I have to do work by editing this crap together. <laughs> So reality versus what I have to do, you making my job harder is not reality, or it won't be. uh, Every segment we shoot is unscripted. That's true. Now, uh, as it is edited in the show, they may take certain different segments from different days. And if the hair color changes between... The segments on the same Minutes, show, yes. it can Minutes. it can be drawing to the American public, yes. oh, really? and it has been actually, and it's proven it has been drawing the American public. They spoke, they've they've noticed, they've, they've, they've noticed, spoken they've out, in. they were worried. Yep, yep. Should we well, set up like a tent or something where people can come and get sort of like yeah, on the floor, um, orange th- juice and cookies, therapy yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, okay. you know. Um, yeah, the, the therapists are on staff. Uh, okay. Are right. on, the on staff hotline now. number will be coming yeah. out at the well, end of the I, show. Well, okay. it apparently got so bad that the editor set up, uh, you know, when uh, when you edit, you set up bins for the footage. There was a separate bin that said Mike Zapsick, like dark, Mike Zapsick. <laughs> no, they called it, it was actually Mike Zapsick Elvis. Elvis? They really? called me, yeah, they had Mike Zapsick <laughs> Elvis file. Oh, so. well, you're, you're podcasting into the Elvis mic. Yes, there we go. are. Yeah. Thank just, you. Thank you very much. Yeah. You, you, so your your uh, everything is noted. Okay. This is my hair color. Okay, this just, is the way I'm going to keep it. Just so if you want to sure. tweet it out, go ahead, man. Uh, okay. I, I yes, I will. I, um, will. I just wanted to make speaking sure. Speaking of which, I did okay. want to throw one thing out there. We did it on um, Ming and Mike last week. Okay. Or yes. What's go that? Ahead. Or keep talking. no, yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. can't because you're taking a picture. I'm taking a picture. Yeah. Of no. So keep talking. Okay. So keep talking. We had some great response to the. The Comic Binder Pro? Yes. Go to comicbinderpro.com to get your comics bound together in a professional, uh, almost portfolio style. Yes. Where you're not, are, we, are we getting a free one? 
No. Discount? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But uh, from what Come I understand, on, a lot a of people are like, hey, what the hell? I want, yeah, help a brother out. Man, you can get, you know what? For your birthday, I'll buy you a, a right. hardcover. Wh- whatever one you want. Okay. You were talking about long shot. Uh, no, I, um, I changed my mind. I'm going with the, the whole run of Master of Kung Fu, uh, 115 <laughs> issues, you know what, plus the four giant size annuals. Uh, you can get that. They're actually doing that. So. I don't know. I buy, you, 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 want, know, you, you offered. Want, you want okay. to. You know, I want. That's not good enough for me. All right. You want. <laughs> like, I, got, I, got, I, I got standards. And you know what? I know you have the money because uh, I just read it. I just read an article. I don't know if you saw it, uh, but I wanted to get your opinion on this. Oh, I think we all read the same article. Oh, yeah. that was yes. Yeah, the, uh, you know, he's awarding a quarter of a million dollars. Uh, a million dollars uh, well, every uh, every appearance. The article is entitled "Stars Getting Rich Off Fan Conventions: How to Take Home Garbage Bags Full of Twenties." I'm, you know what? I I'm reading it. And I'm like, how do we take home garbage bags full of twenties? Because we haven't been, but you never yeah. know. One effect of superhero culture, a proliferation of fan events where Marvel movie heroes and Walking Dead stars walk away with six figures for a weekend's work. It's like a scene from Blower. This is in the Hollywood Reporter. It is in the Hollywood Reporter. Yes. It's like a scene from Blower Goodfellas, a room full of money with professional cash counters. This isn't a description of a drug den or a casino cage. It's the back room of a fan festival, says one producer. Says one producer. Nearly all of this money is going into the pockets of talent big and small, who in many cases now can earn more from a weekend fan event than from the shows and movies making them famous. Is that why you're walking the dog like four times a day now? Yeah, Because you got to be moving those bags of money I around. I do, it's got to. Yeah, they're, uh, they're pretty, pretty uh, informative article on The Hollywood Reporter about how, uh, how stars go to conventions, much as we do, and take them upwards of 250000 sometimes $500,000. Um, Decent article. Numbers are a little skewed, little uh, not entirely accurate. But no, well, they're going for the big guns. Yeah, and they're they're showing off what the you know the the guys who who like drive Chris people. Evans yeah, the guys and, that, yeah. the guys who drive people Norman to the. Norman Reedus and you know. You're talking over me. I'm sorry. That's yet another reason why you're not coming back. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, the I'll, list. Or are we doing the top twenty? It's an ever growing list. Okay. Yes. It's my right. Cosmo twenty reasons why down. Julia Zapsik will never. I'll be uh, I'll, I'll, I'll repost this article. It'll be on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at Ming Chen thirty seven. You can, follow, you can follow me at Michael Zapsik. You can follow Julia Zapsik at Julia Zapsik. And I think you should. Let's beef up her. Since uh, I'm not going to be on the show anymore. Yeah, I know. It's the only way you'll ever find out what's going on with exactly. her. Like fan conventions where stars can take home hundreds of thousands of dollars in exchange for a few hours of time once we're the domain of has-beens and sci-fi novelties. <laughs> but the business has become so lucrative. Or never was is. Remember that. $500,000 for Captain America's Chris Evans or The Walking Dead's favorite Norman Reedus to appear. That current TV and film stars are popping out at events like Salt Lake City Comic Con, Heroes and Villains Fan Fest, and Heroes and Villains Fan Fest. The demand is becoming so overwhelming that Talent agencies now have personal appearance agents to sift through the hundreds of annual events. What do you think, Mike? Uh, <laughs> I, uh, wait, where's the God? There's such a there's a great quote here about taking home, uh, uh, making them more appealing. Some of the smaller privately owned events have been known to deal in cash. I know someone who literally takes garbage bags full of twenties with him back home. Says one convention regular who wished not to be identified, noting that another star hides convention earnings in art. All I know is that when you guys first started going out, I mean, I had to look at Michael at one point and say, baby doll, I know you have a great, a lot of fun. I know you're meeting a lot of fans. I know it's good publicity for the show. But, you know, you're coming home like three, four, five hundred dollars in the hole. Like by the time you're paying to get out there and you're eating out there. Now, 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 that's not necessarily true anymore. Usually when you guys get invited places, you are getting your travel expenses covered. I've never seen a garbage bag full of cash come back. Although, you know, every once in a while is a nice I'm little, here to reveal know. that this uh, this garbage, this I know someone literally takes home garbage bags full of 20s. That's Mike Zapsick. <laughs> yeah, right. Speaking under, uh, I, I've, I, I'm Honey, sorry. Honey, did you take out the garbage? No! I'm sorry. This, this article's about you. No! Garbage bags full of 20s, dude. That's, uh, uh, I... you know, T- that's TSA approved, man. A garbage bag full of 20s. That's uh, can you imagine? Hey, many, I can't fit my garbage bag full of twenties in the overhead 20s compartment. Three ounces. That's that's a very good question. It's not liquid. Oh, true. Well, it could be uh, in some forms. It can be liquid. <laughs> yeah, right. If you're if you're laundering it, Brian it Quinn's liquid not liquid. Acid. That's part of the problem. So, yeah. 
Yeah, you know what? It's uh, I, I've never had that problem. I, it's a problem I wish to have. So, folks, come out and see me and Ming when we're out at cons. I think it's pretty, actually pretty cool that uh, there are people who are doing this. And it also states in that article that uh, Andrew Lincoln of The Walking Dead right. donates all of his, his money to charity. He does. Which is phenomenal. Yeah. I love that. Now, he only does two, he does two, two shows or three a year. Week, yeah. But yeah, I mean, a week, a year. It's, got, it's pretty much up there. And uh, I do want to mention that Heroes and Villains Fans Fest did do a charity event for the victims of the Pulse nightclub. Yes. Raised $208,000. All went to charity. So they don't mention that here. Uh, furthermore, they use a photo here from that event. Um, so it's kind of <laughs> from, the, from the charity event juxtaposed with this article about saying uh, how people are taking home $250,000. So just want to just mention that as well. Now, Ming, you go to a lot of cons. I do. You go to a lot of cons all over the country. All over the country. And you guys are about to go all over the world soon. Um, so in your experience, yes. though, I mean, you know, the people that are pulling down a half a million dollars a con that, are... That number is skewed. Very, very small. <laughs> but right? it's You're really not, talking about... It's not a, far off, but you're, I'm sorry, continue. No, no, no. But I mean, the majority. I mean, if you walk into a con and you may have, what, 20, 30 celebrity guests. Sure. Not all of those celebrity guests are bringing home <laughs> half a million dollars or a million dollars. No, yeah. no. You know the ones that are okay. bringing all home. Right. Uh, I just um, want to. I just want to set the record straight that yeah. there are. T- you know that out of thirty tables, you may have two. Right. That are your superstar, you right. know, stratospheric sure. stars. That yeah. Are then, doing that. then you have the dudes who are like. The, the last living munchkin from The Wizard of Oz uh, is yeah. not taking home garbage bags full of 20s. Exactly. Got some scrubs there, uh, present company included. I'm we, not, oh, no, my God. Not. Are, we are. <laughs> and I, and not, I put us at the, the, the top of that bottom list. I'm, I'm so. not even going to complain about that. Just take a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of that, and I'm happy with it, yeah. which is what we're getting. So <laughs> don't be don't think that we're taking that, that we're taking garbage bags if full of money. If you can supersize your meal at McDonald's, you're happy yeah. with what we, what we make. Exactly. Yeah, it's like maybe yeah. um, you know, one of those old the sandwich bags with the fold over flap, and not even bills like quarters. Yeah, right. So it's changed. <laughs> I got laundry it's money, changed. but this is awesome. But, but you guys do a lot. I mean, really. But you guys break some of the rules. I mean, honestly, I mean, you guys do a lot with your fans that other people won't do without getting paid. I mean, I've seen you guys pose with people. We hang spend out. a ton of time there, with there people. Are no, I, there are no rules. There are rules that are, some of I the mean, up top echelons, <laughs> right. I mean, it's I mean, like you have 30 people, seconds. Exactly, you have exactly. 30 seconds yeah, with that person and that's well, it. Well, then that's not worth and it to me And you don't get then. to take any no, pictures unless you've paid up front. Blah, that's what blah, I'm blah, saying. Blah. Ming yeah. Chen will, um, he, people walk away going, holy crap, that guy just, He's worse than a Jehovah's Witness. They said that about you. I've, I've heard. Oh, I've I, heard Jehovah's Witnesses walking okay. by, going, "I ain't going over to that one." Because I try to keep them there. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I find someone interesting, yeah, I'm totally keeping them there. Actually, I, the one thing that makes me smile the most is when Brian gets into. Uh, he he sees one person, and usually like once at a con, one per con that he's like, "I I want to talk to this person. I want to find out their deal." Pardon me. Oh my god. Sorry. That's the rook coffee repeating on me. I'm like a uh You're like an old like man. A, I'm like an old man. Oh yeah. Um but there's one person at a- almost every con that he's he's enamored with and he will try to get their entire story out of them. And he's done it. I've I've seen him. He's he's like morally safer. Oh yeah, it's great. It is amazing. And you know, much to the exclusion of everybody else online, they're like, "Brian, you're you're my idol." He's like, "Yeah, yeah." Now, tell me again, <laughs> you know, why you're you're you stripped for three years? You know, stuff like that. Right. He finds out the Brian is that that guy that people are like, "I'll open up to you because I'm probably never going to see you again." Right. Why not? And, and odds are you're you're going to commit suicide one of these days, and you'll take my yeah. secrets to the grave. Yeah, then he'll retell their story exactly. on, on a podcast of listened course, to by thousands. Like, so you, you thought I would have learned, <laughs> you know? If, if Brian hasn't uh, taken the plunge after 48 years, you know, off the side of a building, he's not going to in the next 48. So yeah. What? Uh, yeah, in- interesting article. You know, um, or you know, are we getting rich off fan conventions? No, not yet. Oh my God, no! But no. It, the the potential. But we'll let you know when we are. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'll yeah. be lighting them cigars with hundred dollar bills. There, yeah, we we have seen these these crack dens with the uh, with the money counters though, which is which is oh, it which is, is pretty, um, it's pretty cool. It is very cool. I've walked in on one, and I'm not gonna name the the venue. Sure. But I walked in and there was a lady, and I'm not going to name names. Okay. I have told this story before, okay. 
who told one of the um, one of the other convention goers, and not a you know not a guy who's bringing home garbage bags sure. full of twenties. He's like, I never know how how much to declare, and she got pissed at him, and she's like, You better declare something. Don't fuck it up for the rest of us. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a, it's a, this is mostly an all cash endeavor. So you know, you you claim what you you be as honest as you want to be, but or or not at all. <laughs> it's all it's all cash. There, there are a lot of it's a it, it it's not entirely uh, clean business, shall we say? It's not entirely shady either. But but um, yeah, I've never seen the garbage bags full of twenties. I've no. seen I've seen the Manila envelopes like full look like a pillow. Yeah, yeah, full of you know God knows what was in there. Oh sure, that was pretty cool. But you know, <laughs> yeah, I want to convert this I, to art and or cocaine. I think I think my issue with this article is uh, it kind of looks down on these stars for. For making for making money by going to conventions, and I, I don't think that's that's true at all. The market the market will bear what the market will bear. The market yes, will, will dictate what the market will dictate. If uh, if people want to pay Chris Evans, Captain America, you know, if he accumulates two fifty in a weekend, so be it. He's earned it. Mm-hmm. Of course, he has. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know what? He's in like six of the ten top grossing movies yeah. ever. And let's see, uh, you've got the CEO of Wells Fargo sure. who basically browbeat his minimum wage employees to becoming criminals so that he could get millions and millions of dollars of bonuses, and that's okay. Yeah, he, No he, repercussions whatsoever, but Chris Evans, who's out there working his ass off, bringing a lot of joy to a lot of people and inspiring people to actually watch their language and do the right thing. You know, we're going to trash him because because people are supporting his work in a big way. Please. Yeah, Wells Fargo guy isn't even a superhero. He doesn't even put on a costume. It's like, what, 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 what fun is that? Well, I, I mean, mean, I don't, care. I don't know this guy. Wells Fargo an organization. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of separating the, from the from the bad actors, you know, that I'm talking about <laughs> right here. But, but my point is, is like, let's let's not be hypocritical. It's like, what's wrong with Chris Evans making money while the money's to be made? If he's doing a great job, which he is, portraying yeah. a character which is much beloved, right. and honestly, a, a, you know, a, a set of values and motivations that uh, obviously the nation needs. And is responding to right now. What's right. wrong with that? Not a damn thing. So if you see Mike Zapsick with a garbage bag, <laughs> most likely knock him down. And it's most full, likely, it's, likely full of, it's filled with garbage. It's full of twenty. <laughs> no, most likely it's filled with garbage. Well, you, I, there's only one way to find out. Yeah. All right. Hey, knock me down and steal my garbage. There's I don't literally, care. There's literally one way to find out. But yeah, go through all of my trash cans and hey, I think this might be filled with twenties. It smells like rotten cabbage, but let's take it anyway. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, honestly, though, if you've met me at a convention or you heard me talk about it, I I do this for fun, man. The money's great, you know. The uh, I, I'm not making two fifty, but you know, I got kids. I got kids to feed, and I got a dog to feed too. You do, yeah. Crap's sorry expensive, about that. man. Yeah, all four pounds of it. And then, yeah, uh, like it's you it's said, most of the money I make uh, goes back into having fun in whatever city I'm in, anyway. So mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I I'm I I try to be generous. So uh, you know, hey, man, next round's on me. Nice. Always. Yeah, Always. nice, Ming. And you're going to buy Chris Evans a drink because, you know, he's a little cash-strapped right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, Chris you know, Evans... I'm, I've got all my money tied up in garbage bags. Chris Evans don't have to buy his own drinks. No. So that's... He, uh, that's ideally, that's the, that's the level you get to where you true. don't have to even think about that anymore. True. So yeah, um, trading drinks for uh, for a photo, that's my kind of currency. <laughs> and Ming Chen does it. It's definitely my kind of currency. But speaking of fan conventions, we got a couple of them coming up, so why not? Why not talk about them right here? New York Comic Con coming up next week. Mm-hmm. This, this is the big one, Mike. This is the one that we wait for all year. This is the one that you and I enjoy the most. Um, Kamikaze is a close second. This is oh, one that, Stanley's L.A. Comic Con. I'm sorry, Stanley's L.A. Comic Con <laughs> is a close second. Oh, um, did they change the name? They changed the name. Really? Uh, okay. But this is the one that we go to. We are. This is the one that we're closest to being rock stars at. So you can I oh, love Oh because of the panel. I love New York Comic Con. Yeah, and this and this year you have the extra added bonus of sitting with Blue Juice. Uh we do that anyway, but this year and we're also uh gonna be selling uh, my famous hot sauce. Yes. And yes. barbecue sauce, yes. zombie Q sauce. So that's what we're gonna be doing. We're gonna be um What's their booth number again? It's two twenty two fifty four. That's right. Twenty two fifty four. And you only have a few I mean really it's it's very limited edition, right? You only have thirty six bottles only of have each. Thirty six bottles of each. Mm-hmm. They'll be gone in the first hour. On Thursday, October 6th. We've already got people asking for us to hold them, and I'm like, like, we can't do that. You've got to show up at the table, 
Yeah, and the uh, pay the your money and pick it up. Yeah. Label design released today. Yeah, yes, I like I it. Saw that. That I was like pretty it a lot. cool. Done by Tim Yates of uh, Blue we Juice Comics. That. It was pretty pretty dope. Yeah. Yep. Is is that the correct? Um, it is phraseology. It is dope. Yeah. It is. Then that was dope. Yeah. So bring an extra fifteen dollars. Uh, you said no limit. No, no, no. Limit of one. Oh, now no, there's a no, limit. No, no. When, when do we say that? We didn't say it, but Blue Juice said it. Oh, actually, did they? Oh, yeah. Okay. Actually, there's not really a limit. There's no limit. I mean, we're not going to let you buy all 36 bottles. Yeah, but. we will. I don't care. I want to I want to <laughs> sell the 36 <laughs> bottles. I want to be sold out in the first like 10 I minutes. I told you I'm buying them all. Then there's an arbitrary now. limit depending on our mood at the moment that you walk up to the table. How how, how about we put it that way? Uh, sure. If, if, if you're really fun to talk to, we may get you... You know, we may we may let you buy three. If you're not, nothing. Why um okay. why thirty six? Why not fifty? Why not a hundred? Uh, thirty six just seemed to be a, an arbitrary number so in my pull, head. You pulled so out of your ass. Yeah, I pretty much okay. did. And it's twelve bottles per uh, box. So okay. I figured three boxes of each. Boom, thirty six. Thirty six, forty eight, sixty. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you go with the, the Fibonacci sequence, which is uh, you know. well, we make this in our kitchen, right? So, I mean, it's 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 a pretty big endeavor. I mean, even thirty six bottles of each means take you know takes a pretty long time, right? Yeah, but it's fun. We all have fun, but still, right? How'd you set the price point? Why fifteen? Why not twenty? Why not thirty? You could you you could. It's like Jurassic Park, dude. Uh, you could charge twenty thousand a day, thirty thousand a day. You I, know, I, like. I um I was trying not to be greedy. Uh, I guess oh, okay. you know, that's that's pretty much it. Right. Um, and, and I was going with like what the market would bear. And if there are hot sauce collectors out there, mm-hmm. and there are, right. Uh, I figured that this would you know you know what you're you're spending how much for a little bottle of liquid. Right. So boom. It's liquid magic. It's liquid gold. Yeah. Is what just, it that's is. all I'm saying. Liquid yeah. definitely, gold. Definitely liquid magic. Yes. All right. So come. Blue Juice Comics, booth 2254. Sales start at 3 p.m. True. On Thursday, October 6th. There's still tickets for the con available right now. Are there? Yes. Wow. For Thursday. Only Thursday oh, only. Only Thursday. Well, I mean, I mean, the only reason to come to the con is to get the sauce. So why not? <laughs> well worth it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Don't come to see the Walking Dead cast. Don't come to see us. Don't just go for the hot sauce. Right. Yeah. So you're literally going to leave your panel and then walk right over and start selling this stuff. Uh, and we're I'll, gonna, I'll be with you. Well, we'll be doing... Uh, 12.15, right? Well, we're supposed to do press as well. So Before that, though, right? It doesn't matter. They mm-hmm. they mix it up all the time. So mm-hmm. we usually do press afterwards as well. Okay. So yeah. we'll be doing like our press tour, and then we'll be over at Blue Juice at 3 o'clock. 3 to 5. 3 to 5. So they'll start at 3. You can start lining up at 6 a.m., 7 a.m. I would I would get there at 4, 4 a.m. 4 a.m.? Yeah. Okay. The, the the blue juice line yeah yeah can you imagine it like outstrips everybody the the new Star Wars teaser trailer you know nah screw that noise I'm on I'm online for the blue juice the one day comics. Mike instead of, you know how Star Wars or celebrations is just con all for Star Wars it's gonna be con just for your sauce that's beautiful <laughs> Zapcon Zapcon yeah I like it all right. I like it. You know, we we uh, actually have a, a little bit of a topic that Jules pulled up. And okay. Wanna, what do you got? Let her introduce it. What do you got? So, you know, I uh, recently have had a little more time on my hands, so I've been trawling Facebook. And so one of my, <laughs> one of my buddies puts up, you know, as a question, right. what do you guys think of this? And it's some dude who and I, I and, and honestly I haven't really dug down into it. So I'm I'm, I'm giving a very, you know, obviously like a limited uh, description but so there's some dude who's opened up an oasis like he's create he has his apartment he's got like ionized water ozone you know enriched air blah 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 and he charges 80 dollars an hour for cuddling he's a cuddlist okay so the premise being that just like food water and shelter human beings in order to thrive and be their healthiest really need positive tender touch and that there are certain people for whatever reason either they are you know without a partner or they may have issues you know right um don't get that so intimacy so, issues yeah so this guy well actually that that's that was the interesting con conversation that ensued from this it's like you know what do you you know how where do you draw the line between this idea that human beings naturally need to be their healthiest you know positive physical contact right and where does that positive physical contact bleed over into Where's the line? intimate, you know, more intimate, right. you know, I, you know, i.e. sexual contact and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, but it just was fascinating to me, just the idea that you could charge $80 or more 
to have this session where you're providing physical contact with somebody right? Um, and you call yourself a cuddlist. I mean, I, I tend to be very um, suspicious of people's motives uh, generally, <laughs> uh, um, no understandably matter what. So. So, Did um, it describe the cuddle session? Uh, actually, yeah. There's a whole little YouTube blurb. So you see a, probably a very idealized version. Right. I, mean, the, I mean, you know how you have him. He's an attractive guy. You have his client who's also an attractive person. And well, male or female? It's, it's, in this case, it's a female. Okay. I mean, and and you know, and and you know, they're depicting this very sort of idyllic. You know, obviously he's got a beautiful place, right. and you know, and they're very sort of chummy. And he talks about being able to be everybody's best friend, you know, and making them feel like they're you know absolutely like the most amazing, important person in the world for that however many minutes he charges eighty dollars for. So, I, it, and. I don't argue with the premise. Everyone loves to feel wanted, needed, appreciated, valued, seen, heard. It, you uh, know, ideally without paying for it. But. That's, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but, that, but that's the thing. It's like when money starts changing hands, all of a sudden my radar goes off. I'm like, hmm. You know, and there are, there are plenty of people who, you know, probably provide the service who are totally above board, and I know that there's a lot of quote unquote scientific evidence to support that right. this is you know actually needed. But I asked Michael this morning. I said, "So, what's the difference though? And and where does the argument you know get blurry between all right, if you're going to license this guy or a gal who does it or anyone who does it and legitimize this as a business, then why not legalize prostitution? I mean." You know, you're you're meeting a basic human need, right? All right. And at what point does this physical interaction, you know, like where do you draw the line? Like, what's acceptable positive interaction, physical interaction that does not then count as sexually intimate interaction? And why not legitimize sexually intimate interaction? I mean, our sexuality is a part of human nature; it's I, biology. We're programmed to procreate, to uh, be have sexual desire. I've been and, asking and that for forty-two years, right? So, <laughs> so I mean, so why can't you pay if you don't happen to have a partner or partners that right. you are comfortable with, and you the yet you have a basic human need that is perfectly natural that needs to be satisfied? What's what what's wrong with going to a professional? And, you know, a consenting adult who is, you know, who has chosen to do this as their as their business right. and paying for it. I, I just think you have to be you have to, you know, to me, a lot of things in life are about being consistent. If you're if you're saying that this is legitimate, then how can you then say that that's not legitimate? Anyway, it was an interesting discussion. And like I said, I'm suspicious I, and paranoid as a, you know, by nature sure. of most things. So I was like, I, I went, I was like, this would be a great I'd love to hear what the guys have to say about right. this. Uh, I mean, I think it's. I'm wondering how much business this this dude gets, as opposed to uh, uh, if there was a female cut list. There which, may be. Like I said, I, I saw this one thing on Facebook and a little bit of the discussion afterwards. I really haven't researched it. It may be a thing. I mean, there may be a whole network of cuddlists out there, male, female. I think there's a small you know? network. Yeah. There's a small network based mostly, mostly in larger cities. Uh, this doesn't really fly in the, you know, say the Bible Belt or in the Midwest yet. Or maybe it does. Maybe it's underground. You don't know. Eh, I don't think you'd make that much money if it were underground, but uh, I, um, they're definitely uh, they're, they're a couple... There are a couple of these in New York. So you know about this? Already. Yes, I, I write. About, I've read about a couple of them. Okay. Um, most of them run by females. So I think uh, I think if a female wants to be cuddled by a male, you don't typically she doesn't have to pay for it. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> but it's listen, easier. hold on. Now this now, now, where, now I, in I, this particular article, right. they are. This is not. You know, they're claiming this is positive physical touch. Sure. It is not sexual. Right. It is not meant to be a sexual mm-hmm. encounter. It is simply meant to be like 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 you would hug. Right. If you went up to your grandmother and gave her a hug, right. or you saw your best friend on the street, you held their hand. If they were really upset, you'd hold them when they cried. I mean, this is not has nothing to do with sex. Right. No. I In this know. particular instance, this is a different, you know, a different avenue yeah. for physical physical inter- human physical interaction and i get that but i did ask michael that question he he's you know we were talking about it this morning and he said well you know what about male female and i'm like well babe it doesn't matter right i mean if it's not if it's not i mean there's 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 sexual desire and then sure. there's non-sexual there's desire touch right there's a line. so if if all i need is a hug from somebody reassuring celebratory just that physical contact it doesn't matter if it's a male or a female right. it's a human being 
you know, human skin, human emotions, human interaction, right? So they're, you know, so, but, but that's a great, but that's a great point. Right. You know. Uh, I, I'm just, I'm thinking uh, statistically, uh, you know, let's, just, let's say you just wanted to hug. Right. I think statistically you're going on the street, a uh, um, uh, female asking a male for a hug, probably nine out of 10, she'll get one. The other way around, it's weird. Then it's a little, it's maybe not nine out of 10. I'm maybe like three out of 10. So, um, yeah, I mean, th- th- there's definitely a line. <laughs> there's definitely a line between. Uh, well, let me ask you a question. Yes, ask away. This is the same, goes along the same lines. When you're going for a massage. Sure. Just a straight up massage. Yeah. No sex involved. No nothing. Oh, no. Not, not no the happy Asian, endings. Not, Asian, not the Asian one. No I, happy endings. <laughs> right. Not the um, Asian one I get twice a year. Okay. At the ace spot on the street. <laughs> you know what? That's wow. that's uh that's yeah. between you and TMI, your god. Um TMI. but if you are going for a massage, right. what is your preference, a female or a male? Uh, if they fem- say female, definitely. Okay. Yeah, I don't it, want some dude rubbing me. Is but that's is that like a No, I just don't want some dude rubbing me. It's a All right. like, it's simple well, that, as that. This is the same thing. And I don't think that uh when you're talking about intimacy mm-hmm. and most most people just think along these lines. I don't I've never met Oh, I have met women who are like, I can get whatever I want because I'm a girl. There have, and <laughs> yeah, this is, sure. I mean, I'm so, opening myself to a bunch of like, you're a sexist tweets, but in no, general, no, it's just, it's most society people and... think of themselves as, I have to live in my skin 24 7. Sure. Why would you want to be with me? Mm-hmm. And that goes for male and female. There are narcissists out there who's like, you're lucky to be with me. You know, but in talking general, to two guys right now that think that yes. most people are that's not true most people you don't I'm, think that i no i i'm dude, like get oh some swagger God. man nah, get some swag can, dude swagger, swagger don't don't uh swagger, swagger don't fill up them garbage bags full of 20 disagree i completely but disagree but i like to think that um in general most people are like i'm i'm me and you know i i see my imperfections why would I be intimate with somebody who I don't really know? Sure. And I mean, that's... Well, then is it a male-female thing? <laughs> it happens all the time, because, Mike. Every, right, of course. Every, every Friday and Saturday night, sometimes Thursdays. Okay. Around the world. Huh? Of course, yes. Uh, those are date nights, honey. Oh, nights, oh, yeah, right, so. right. That thing you do when you're not already married, married for like yeah. almost 20 years. Um, okay, but then is it a male-female thing? Because again, when you and I were talking about this this morning, you asked me the massage question, and I'm like, I'd never ask about a, for a male or a female. I when I when I go in and I make an appointment, oh, you go look at the draw. I go because they no, say, go, "What are you I looking for? for?" And I say, "Well, you oh, know, okay. just a general, all over, right. you know, regular massage versus a deep tissue." I never go in and say, "I want a female or a male." I'm like, "Well, give me someone who can really dig down and loosen up those muscles, or not." You don't have a preference. No. Oh. I mean, okay. I don't have a preference. I mean, I mean, what I'm looking because what I'm looking for, and for me, it's a very clear distinction. I'm not. Lo- I mean, it doesn't matter to me, male, female. I'm right. not looking at them. I'm not talking to them. I'm there to relax, and I'm there to have you know to have body work done. And if it's a guy's hands who are doing a great right. job, that's fine. If it's a girl's hands, that's fine. I don't care. I pay them and leave. You know, it's not about. There's nothing intimate to me about that. Right. Yo, but you, I don't know. Yo, maybe Mike, that's a male-female like, yeah. thing. Anytime someone puts their hands on you, to you, it automatically connects with intimacy. There's no sort of delineation between different types of touch. Right. And you let some dude rub up on your wife, dude? No. No, it's all women. <laughs> you let, some, you let no. some dude rub up, like no. some dude named Sven? I, I, let, I let a whole bunch of women do that for her, so. Oh, jeez. All right. It, there is and There's it, totally, it a, there's a definitely thing. a difference. There's, it's a there's guy a, thing. There's a difference for yeah. sure. Yeah, I, honestly, yeah, I, I, no, I prefer a woman to if it's a massage. Yeah, and I really, I don't want some dude rubbing up on me. It's not because I'm worried that someone will have. I just, it's a preference. Yeah, he's not, he's not pulling a Costanza where it moved. Right. So if your parents, so man, you have your, your parents are still alive, right? They are, yes. Okay, both yes. of our, all God, of our God, parents uh, are God, dead. God bless them. So, so. so your parents are alive. Yes. So say one of your parents predeceases the other, which is you know unless they get into a car accident. Okay. God forbid they're play. Oh, geez, so thanks now, for all those. <laughs> thanks for so being, now you have, Thanks for the positivity. So here. now you have one of your parents right. who is living alone, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And you know that they, you know that they're used to having a partner. They're used to sure. holding hands, or they're used to the occasional back rub, or whatever they do. My parents don't hold hands. So, would you hire a cuddleist to go over and provide no. some positive I, physical I touch not, to that, not, to that, prob- to that no, surviving? Prob- prob- probably not. I'd wouldn't. be like, Mom, Dad, dude, go do your own work. Even yes, though, go even get though, your own prostitutes. Go get, <laughs> no, go, go, yeah. Even though there's scientific evidence that proves that positive non-sexual I, physical touch is. Is absolutely essential Pro- to not. being your healthiest. Okay. Probably not. Would I'm you not get pay- him a puppy? 
<laughs> sure. All right. My mom hates dogs, so but my dad loves them. So if my dad, yeah, I'd get him a puppy. Okay. Sure. But your mom, would you get her a kitten? My mom hates animals. Okay. Um, wow, she's an animal <laughs> yeah. hater. Yeah, uh, not hater. She doesn't like. She thinks they smell. That's okay. why I didn't have a dog when I was growing up. They they do. Dogs smell, and human beings smell. Right. So I mean, she every, they, everything she, smells. She thinks they smell really bad. Um, I've met some humans that smell yeah. really bad, but I'm not kicking them out of here because they're, you know. Yeah, no, I don't think I, uh, not for 80 bucks an hour anyways. All right. All right. Like 10, maybe I go down to 10. Wow. It's, so it's a matter of money to you. No, I'm not going to. All right. So, not really. I, I just, right. uh, it's a, it's Depends a. on how many bags of 20s to he's To me. He's exactly. Back I, after. Yeah. To me, I, um, I don't know. The, uh, human interaction, uh, I, like, uh, uh, truly fulfilling if I'm getting a hug, hug from somebody, uh, I, I'm more fulfilled if I if I know them, if I have okay. uh, personal connection to them, not paying them eighty dollars to some dude. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But okay. yeah, but yeah, I agree that you know even it's probably scientifically proven that yes, uh, human physical in physical touch is healing, is a good thing. Um, yeah, a little too little too new agey for me, I think. You know what? I, I have the same I mean and and I have the same issues and I have had the same issues and I have on occasion um used the services of like a, a therapist. Sure. Like a mental health therapist, sure. right? Psychologist, counselor, right. whatever. And I have the same reaction to that. Like as soon as I give you money, anything that comes out of your mouth to me is immediately suspect. Sure. And maybe that's my issues with money. Maybe it's my issues with, you know, with human beings in general. But seriously, if, if I go in and I write you a check or I hand you a wad of cash yeah. and then I'm like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and they're like, blah, 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 blah. Right. I'm like, well, whatever. You know, you're probably giving me a textbook answer or whatever's coming out of your right. head. You've already earned your money. You know, um, you don't have any connection to me other than this money. So how legitimate or how impactful can what you say to me really be to me i agree with you for right. me having some knowledge and some connection with somebody makes all the difference yeah. in the impact of that although i guess even though i respect professions where that exchange happens and you do get some really good insight i understand why it works for some people but it's never worked for me right yeah it's never made a real impact on my life. So yeah. I just, I mean, it's very, it's very, very, very curious. Yeah, little, little, little new age. Uh, this is, uh, this is, to me, this is almost in line with, uh, I read about this dude, uh, he's a professional pencil sharpener. So you send huh. him an unsharpened pencil and he uses uh, old school artisan techniques to sharpen your pencil. And uh, well, you send over, you send the unsharpened pencil and I think it's $50 per pencil. And um, he sends it back in like two weeks and it's sharpened. Really? And then when you when you write and it whittled down, you know it's unsharpened anymore. Send it back with another fifty dollars, and it'll sharpen it again for you. Like a regular number two pencil from Staples. Sure, or what? You know there are there there are higher end pencils out there. You've got to be kidding me! Holy no, crow. I'm being that's completely like the, serious. That's like the Kickstarter that you know for the potato salad. Sure. So yeah, that this guy's making money. Apparently, there uh, are people. Okay. Um, now you know you send you send the pencil to him. He sends it back in a nice. Yeah, uh, the CEO of Wells Fargo is probably sending him like a crate of pencils yeah, exactly. a month, you yeah. know, to sharpen. Well, for I mean, there yeah. are people who who uh, one you know there are two schools. One, some people consider it an art form, the perfectly sharpened pencil using uh -huh. like he and he uses, you know, he, he's not just or maybe he claims. He's not I just, wish you could see Ming, uh, Ming's hand motions yeah. as he's, he's like not, you know yeah, he's not putting in sharpening right. thing. Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah, putting yeah. it into the automatic sharpener from Staples. It don't he's, say automatic sharpener from he's Staples. Using old world techniques, using uh -huh. you know uh, um, you know vintage blades or, or whatever. I don't know now, what the technique now is. You if know I did, I'm paranoid and suspicious, right? People. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Now there are. There are higher end pencils out there. I, Mike, I gave you one, didn't I? You did. I have it. There, there's a there's a brand out there called uh, Blackwing. And you are uh, kidding me? I've never seen this pencil. What are you hiding it for? Because you'll use it. <laughs> I want it to stay pristine <laughs> until I can scrape up the fifty bucks to send it. Yeah, out there, to be there's, a, there's actually a brand out there. It's called the Palomino Blackwing, and uh, really? it was uh, the the Blackwing pencil was one favored by Chuck Jones, the animator, okay. John Steinbeck. Um, oh, well, you're talking about Gershwin art. Quality. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, I mean, yeah. in the end, it was a pencil. Uh, it's um, uh, the the I I find they write better. Uh, but they this was back in back in the uh, like the sixties, fifties, and sixties. Uh, these were the pencils favored by by people of note, and then they were discontinued. Another company bought the brand and 
okay. uh, started reproducing them. And they're good, as good. They're great. I found them great. a couple okay. couple months ago, and I brought them in. And uh, you know, I was like, "Well, this may seem like bullshit, but I love this pencil. I want I want to give you a couple of them." So the pencils themselves don't cost fifty bucks a piece. No, they're uh, you get a box of twelve for about twenty dollars. So they're up there. They're not cheap, mm. but they're not, you know. But add not, in the sharpening and you, yeah, you're and the sharpening, like you're, you're, you're way pencil. out there. You're way up there. But uh, you know, I gave one to Mike and uh, I, I love them. Okay. I, you know, I'm not, I don't use pencils on a daily basis, not like Walt Flanagan does. So I wanted to see his opinion. And uh, yeah, he claimed that he drew better with them. So really? Yeah. But yeah, I told them, I told them the pedigree. They were, uh, you know, Chuck Jones, you know, obviously someone he may look Cuddlists, up to. Magic pencils. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah, How about but, Mike Rowe? Someone asked me about. Do you guys know who that is? I've Mike Rowe. Heard I did the not. Name. I did not know who that was because I don't the dude get who out plays much. Deadshot and no, no, Mike, no, 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 not no. that Mike Rowe. No, Mike no, no. Rowe is uh, Dirty Jobs. Yeah, and apparently he's got this huge following. Is he, and he's the host he, or the yeah, creator? He was the host he of was Dirty host. Jobs, like okay. uh, Dirty Jobs of, with Mike Rowe. Okay, yeah, he does a lot of other stuff too. But basically, and I, I mean, and I'm just starting to watch some of his stuff, but it seems kind of fascinating. Um, he is. You know, he's a person who has made a living off of, um, you know, working, you know, working with his hands. Right. And uh, uh, from what I from what I know, like I said, I mean, this is another one of those things that I'm kind of just starting to do a little bit of research on. But apparently he, you know, apparently he's a very engaging person, extremely charismatic and uh, and funny. And he basically is starting a conversation at a, you know, nationally, you know, among all of his fans about um, how perhaps we've bought hook, line, and sinker a lot of bullshit about how you can't be happy, successful, fulfilled. Um, your life can't have value and meaning unless you go to college and you get a degree. Right. That <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe not every single person who comes out of a womb, you know, uh, is – you know, needs to have a piece of paper from a four-year institution and go into tremendous debt, you know, to live a happy, perfectly happy, perfectly successful, perfectly fulfilled, perfectly, you know, commu- you know contributing to the community and, and, and society yeah. life. And perhaps we should value more other things about being a human being like your character, like you know, the quality of your laugh, whether you can be trusted. Are you a good friend and a good partner? Not just that, but he also talks about, you know, everybody is not suited for, you know, for doing your dream job. No, 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 not just that, honey. It's, he's, he's got a very, he went to, um, gave a commencement speech and he said, um, I'm not going to sit here and blow sunshine up your your ass because it's not what I do. You know, this world needs ditch diggers. This world needs people who are craftsmen. You know, being an artist is all well and good if you're an artist, if you actually have the talent to do something. Sometimes you suck at doing stuff. <laughs> you may love it, but you might suck at it. Right. You know, some kid who's five foot four who wants to be a professional basketball player might not be in the cards for you, especially if you can't jump and you can't, you know, sure. it, dribble and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. Sure. So maybe your dream should be tempered um, to do something else. It's like just because somebody says the sky's the limit and your potential is, you know, um, anything you want to exactly. do, you can do it. Exactly. Anything Physicist, you want to do, all yeah. you have to don't let anyone tell you no. There are people who will tell you no, and there are people who know what they're talking about. So you should kind of listen to them sometimes. Sure. If you have a passion for something, doesn't preclude you from enjoying it. It just means that maybe, just maybe, like let's say I wanted to be a director. Okay. But I have absolutely zero skills to do so. Right. Let, you know what? You can Let, learn let's, those let's, skills. You could. Let's let's put this you can go to film another school. way. You can, uh, you, can... you can. You can go to film school, and you can spend the, the prerequisite amount of money to do that. Sure. But what if you still suck? What if you still, you're... Don't have any kind of timing. Don't have rapport with your yeah, actors. Yeah, let's say Nothing, yeah, you yeah. can't do any of these things. Right. What, uh, I mean... I think you know, that would probably make it less fun, and you would probably not want to do it anymore. You know, not it necessarily. Would, and it would probably taint your enjoyment of the art form itself. Pl- number one, part of being a director is having that rapport, and, and exactly. So. But if you don't have those skills, and you're still, you know, you still consider yourself a director, sure. it's not. Uh, this is what Mike Rose is arguing that you know what 
do what you do and do it with professionalism, right. with passion. He's like, don't necessarily do what you love. He's like, when you do something enough, you will grow to love it. I disagree see, I, with that. Yeah, see, I don't know. I'd have to go back. <laughs> I completely disagree. I don't know. If it's something you have a talent for, sure. then it, the the passion will grow from there. And mm. yes, there's there are Does he people say that? Because do... I haven't I haven't not, really. That's or, not he does say, say that. <laughs> okay. Right. He said, but if you do it enough that you you like it, then you know, you're on the path to where you should be. I mean, and everyone I, has I mean, their own I, location. I was very sympathetic when when I was looking at some of the comments and I saw that, you know, he seems to, you know, he really is pushing back on this idea that the only way to be successful, the only way to reach your goals and your dreams is is to get a college degree right. at right. a highly inflated, exorbitant rate. Right. I could have a whole discussion about that. Um, so I, I'm, I'm very empathetic to that and, and I'm very sympathetic to that argument because I've said for years, I mean, and we've got two boys, right? You yes. Know, you met our boys. One of them is very, very focused and has said that absolutely, without a doubt, he's going to college. He right. already has picked out the college he wants <laughs> to go to. Um, and the other one looked at me and said, are you going to be upset with me if I don't go to college? Right. I just don't have – I'm not like my brother. Uh, I don't know that I really want to go. There's a lot of stuff I want to do. I don't think I have to go to college to do it. Um, Over he, my dead body. He happens to be, he happens to be an incredible self-starter who, right. if he makes up his mind that something's important to him, will teach himself, use everything at his disposal, teach himself to do it. I looked at him, I'm like, absolutely not. You, I mean, I, I think that if it's something that's going to help you to get where you want to go, that you should pursue it. But if you, you know, if you really don't think you, you need it and don't want it, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to encourage you to get any skills you need. And they may not be by going to college. It may be by taking an apprenticeship or entering one of the trades. Right. Um, but absolutely not. You don't, I mean, I mean, I don't believe. And I went to college and it, and it opened doors for me and I was grateful. I mean, it changed my life for, in a very positive way because of my individual story. Right. It was a really good decision for me and a really good thing for me to do. I didn't pay for it either. I got full scholarships, so I graduated debt-free. Um, if I'd graduated, though, honestly, $200,000 in debt, $80,000 in debt, I'd be telling a different story, a much different story. Right. But, you know, if one of my guys goes to college and the other doesn't, as long as they are good, decent people and they're doing something that pays their bills and makes them happy, I've got no problem with the path that they take to get there professional cuddlist uh, <laughs> back to that are we uh no i would i would i would recommend <laughs> All right, so you're taking i would recommend strongly, almost almost strongly everything almost everything almost everything yeah, 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 hey yeah. man 80 bucks an hour yeah i know it's yeah. more than i make i know yeah me let's too. put it this me way too. i was forced uh to go to college um and to be honest with you i didn't want to I it was just expected of me. Hence My father's like, you will do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with yeah. you, and it's part of the well, reasons I, why I'm not. Well, I mean, I, I'm I, not a college graduate today because if you tell me to do something, I will fight you tooth and nail. Be, whether it's in my best interests or not, you can have my. And my father did. My father had. He had the highest of hopes for me. He wanted me to, to succeed where he didn't. Sure. He wanted me my life to be better than his was. And it got to the point where we would butt heads over this. And it's because it's not because uh I didn't I, I wasn't smart enough to go to college. It was because he didn't give me a choice. Right. If he laid it out, like, here are your choices. Sure. It was never about that. Well, he even was trying to write a prescription for what you studied, too, right? Uh, you know uh, I mean? Exactly. Right. And uh, he had done that a bunch of times. Right. Did you know what you wanted to do at that point? Not even close. Oh, okay. Then it's not not bad to give you a little direction if you, have no, if you don't know what you want to do. But I had some ideas. Oh, Okay. I didn't know what I, exactly I wanted to, but I wanted to. I wanted to feel wanted out to what my yeah. I wanted to feel out what my my options were. You could have gone into law enforcement. I could have gone into law enforcement. Sure. I could have been. You could uh, open up a chain of restaurants. You could have. Uh, well, you it, could have become a. That came PI. later. the The passion for for cooking came later. Right. It was never something. It was something that I fell ass backwards into. Sure. Did you know you wanted to go to college, or or was that something that was expected of no, you? No, it was expected. I it think was. that in this society, in this day and age, uh, yeah, it's expected that you go to college after high school. It's mm-hmm. just, uh, I think it's pretty much ingrained at this point. But that, especially that's, here in the in the U.S., that's exactly it. And for me, it was it was a matter of I didn't have a choice. Sure, you know, um, <laughs> and 
you know, you, you get further down that rabbit hole where I was going to community college and my father guilted me when after my mom died, the very first thing he said to me after she died, mm-hmm. her, her corpse wasn't even cool yet. Right. And he said, your mother's dying wish was for you to finish college. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm, this is me driving home from sure. the hospital. Sure. Well, was it? You don't, I guess you don't, you'll never really know. But Well, how the fuck does he know? He wasn't with her in her last oh, moments. Wasn't? No, we went Maybe together. He... So I'm like, oh, oh my God. So well, it was it was definitely it was definitely emotional manipulation. Right. Hey, get him. Hey, get him. Okay. Well, it was definitely emotional. It was emotional <laughs> manipulation, okay. which okay, parents are enough. great at. And works really enough. well on you, not. No, it does not. Uh-huh. Emotional manipulation, any kind. The further you push me into a corner, the harder I'm going to fight you back. Yeah. It's just it's part and parcel of who I am. It's not something that I even think about. It's just it's an instinct. Sure. And I think for a lot of people, that's why people have unsatisfying lives and people are straining against what they're doing. There was back in the day, people did have a choice. You went to work or you were a bum. That's I mean, this is when my father was growing. Sure. So those are what he saw for me. And he wanted to take that bum uh, part out of the, out equation. Of the equation, which it wouldn't have happened, I don't think. But I would have liked to have, you know, maybe you can do a, people can go out there and do like an apprenticeship. I think that we've lost a lot of things that uh, made America great. You know, <laughs> it's it's very true. I'm yeah, not trying a, to get political. There's, there's another guy saying that. In, uh, true, so, but he's, I'm... He's kind uh, of an idiot, but uh, no, we're, yes, not, but, we're not going there. Uh, we're not going to go we're in not going that there. position. But a lot of the things that made America great back in the, the turn of the past century, sure. the, the turn of the 19th to the I, 20th century, was people would um, start whatever they liked to do. It wasn't even so much what you liked to do, what you could stand to do. You did an apprenticeship with. Sure. And you you shopped and you around learned, yeah. and you you found what would become your vocation, right? Or your avocation, mm. you know, which is a real you know, it's a tough distinction between the two. Well, I mean, all I know is that Mike Rowe walked out, and I'm not telling you anything you couldn't see on his own feed. He walked out buck naked with a shotgun and um, went after a drone that was flying over his house. So any guy, oh, I thought that, this was at the commencement that would, stage. That yeah, right. would do that. Like, holy crap! That's <laughs> and, and, and then be the first one. Oh, he had a waterboard on his head. Be the first one out there with the story, like, yeah, this happened. Um, you know, is uh, is is a guy that I want to get to know better. At least you know, as everyone else is probably getting to know him, like through his. Uh, I hope through, he was wearing boots because you know walking. Out I don't know. That's a really good question. But it, but it, but the first thing that, that that comes into my mind, and I've been talking about this for years, is is maybe as a nation we really need to take a step back, sit down, you know, grab a cup of coffee, tea, beer with a friend, and talk about what really, you know, what it really means to reach, you know, from the beginning of your life to the end of your life, like what happens in between that that you can look back on and you can be like, you know what, this was a damn good life. You know, and and is it is it, you know, how many how many times you were able to go out and dance with your friends? Is it how many meals you were able to make that made everybody sit around burping and smiling and asking for more and you no know, no we're out. You know, or was it, you know, were you you know, were you able to get that, you know, that that bigger, fancier car or that bigger, fancier title. Like, like what really matters? What really matters? And how, you know, and all the ways. And everyone's trying to sell somebody something, right? I don't know. So we, we really have become sort of a nation of used car salespeople, I think, in a lot of ways. So I think maybe he's, he's bringing some of that stuff up for me anyway. It's a little bit of common sense. Yeah, it's, well, I, I think this can be summed up simply in that Mike Zapsik does what he loves did you graduate college? I did not. Didn't graduate college. Now he's taking home garbage bags full of 20s. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's, that's me. That's how we sum this up. That's me, buddy. I mean, seriously. Yeah. I think if you watch the show, if you listen to this podcast, you're either listening to two guys or watching five guys who did what they loved and it worked out. So, yeah. Yeah. And okay. that's, that's pretty much you know, what I'm, it is. It's, it's find what you love did and I, make, sure that you can, make sure that you can do it, number one. I'm sure I don't even know if we can do this. Like, you know, we're, uh, well, we've been the, doing it for six not, seasons, right, so we're, no, we're not the best. We're we're not the worst, but we're not the best either. Uh, you know, we when, never, we're, that was never and, a claim, so sure. no, <laughs> that was know, never part of my and, uh, uh, contract. You know, with, with the exception of Kevin, is this any something? And maybe a little bit of Brian is this something that we that we aimed for. No, not at all. So it just happened. So sometimes it just sometimes it just works out, kids. For any children out there listening, uh, it's very true. 
do it. Do what do what you love. You know, you, no, you don't need to. Go it's to it's very. You don't need college. Doesn't uh, find out. Do what you love, and you can make a living at it. And and don't be a bum. Yeah, my, don't be. A, don't be a. Bum. Listen to my. And listen to my dad. Don't be a bum. Somebody that you know and that's not going to punch you in the face. Okay. A hug today. And okay, tell them so how they don't much have, you care about them. So they don't have to pay $80. And don't charge them. And don't exactly. charge them 80 bucks for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And give them some infused water or whatever the hell the, that guy was doing. Oh, man, the, just the shit he was doing inside of his apartment. It's like, really? That, that, and he's, he's like, I, I do this in dirty Chinatown. I make my space. Oh, is that where it is? That where it is? is it's in Chinatown, in New York City? Dirty Chinatown. He calls it dirty Chinatown? He's, he called it dirty Chinatown. I'm like, <laughs> okay. he's like I've got a, a, a hospital-grade air purifier. It's right. an ionizer. I'm like, yeah, good for you, man. How about you close your windows? <laughs> hmm. You close your windows. That'll keep the dirt sure. out. So, Sure. All so right. that's it. All right. So do what you love. And make sure you can make a living at it. Throw some garbage bags in your trunk, just Throw, yeah, to, uh, just in case. Twenties, exactly. Yeah. Just in case, keep um, the lawn and leaf bags, a box of them in your trunk. And yeah. stay tuned to Ming and Mike, and they're going to be posting a lot of pictures and stuff uh, this coming week. And meaning from, my uh, wife is going to be and posting from the convention, right? <laughs> of our garbage bags full of money. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Definitely. Speaking Definitely. of garbage bags full of money, uh, uh, Brian Johnson and I will be. Filling up our garbage bags this weekend at Monster Mania <laughs> Convention, Hunt Valley, Maryland. It's their their Philadelphia show, which not really that close to Philly, but Philly's a big nebulous place apparently these days. Uh, so we'll be at the uh, the Hunt Valley Inn. Uh, join us and Robert England, Amanda Weiss, Shannon Elizabeth, uh, William Zabka, a lot of Dennis O'Hare. Not to be of, not to be confused with William Zapsick. Uh, a lot Please. of our a lot of yeah. our friends will be there, so it'll uh, it'll be fun. Have uh, fun. Come help us fill up a garbage bag full of twenties because 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 that's what you want. Hollywood that's what you love. Says that you should. Money? Yeah, I love and that, that you do. Yeah. yeah, and Brian's got a big vet bill to pay. So yeah, it's true. Yeah, uh, real quick before we go, Luke Cage is out right now. On yes, Netflix. it is. Um, something that Mike Zapsik never thought he would see in his lifetime. Live action Luke Cage. It's out now. Now, I heard it was going to be released at midnight. So I stayed up and I turned on Netflix at midnight and it wasn't there yet. And I was like, what the hell, man? What? It means midnight tonight? No, it meant uh, midnight Pacific time. Oh, so, so you had to stay up till 3 a.m. I was going, I almost did. Okay. I almost did. I was going to watch all of them, but I wanted to watch like the first one or two and I didn't, I didn't make it to three o'clock. I was like, dude, I got a podcast tomorrow. Like, what the, do you not, what the do hell? you not take my, cons- my schedule into consideration? They do not. I thought it was crap, but yeah, Netflix apparently based in California. So when they say midnight, they mean midnight they mean their midnight. time. Yeah. But uh, again, I've said based on the soundtrack alone, I'm already in. Oh yeah, I'm already in. So it's a little ODB in the in the trailer. It was like I freaking saw that. freaking amazing. So so something to look forward to. So go yeah, go watch go watch that go watch that. So, I know what we're doing tonight. And honey. tweet and tweet you guys. Uh, every yeah, if you, tweet yeah. 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 If you liked it, if you didn't like it, yeah. Tell us what you thought of Luke Cage. At Ming Chen 37. I already like it. I already gave it, it even, five stars. I already like it, even though, even though it didn't come out. <laughs> even though it sorely disappointed you. Come on, man. Damn you. Three in the morning? Seriously. Anyways. All right. Thank you, Julia. Thank Thanks you. For coming Thanks, in. Jules. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Mike Zapsick. Thank you, Ming Chen. And uh, come see, we'll be all over the world soon. Yes, so, we will. Somewhere. If you're out there somewhere... You can't come to us. We always come to you. Good deal. Help us fill out. We got garbage bags. Yes, yeah. All right. Thank you very much, everybody. And we'll talk to you soon.
Boom. Mm-hmm.